heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. Hello and welcome to this week Healing the Whole Person. We are so excited today. We have one of our healing priests on the line, Father Jim Curtin. I'm your moderator, Joan McHugh. And Father Jim, as you know, is the pastor of St. Dennis in Lockport. He has been for, I think, over 20 years. And he's been involved in the healing ministry more than 40 years. And so giving retreats and uh, healing conferences. And he prays over people at his parish after two masses every Sunday. And they do a laying on of uh, hands and prayers for healing. So... Without further ado, I know I talked to Father just before we came on, and he said he wants to talk about how our God is an awesome God. So, Father, hello and welcome, and the mic is yours. Well, thank you very much. And uh, to our listening audience, I say uh, send my greetings and prayers. We'll pray for everybody during this radio talk show. Um, Yeah, my topic is our God is an awesome God. Last week... um, at the Children's Mass here at St. Dennis in Lockport, uh, the song, the opening song was, Our God is an Awesome God. I'm sure many of you who are Catholic, or maybe not, who have heard that song. It's a powerful song of praise and worship to God. So we began that with the Children's Mass. Uh, and for my homily that day, I said to the children, I said, Our God is an awesome God. Why do you think he's so awesome? And I began to get reasons, my reasons, why I think you're so awesome. The first reason I said was, uh, while the two children were standing up at the mic, our children do the readings at the children's mass. Two little cute girls were kind of alternating, doing the first reading together. And in my imagination, I saw God the Father standing behind both the girls with his arms extended around them, so proud of them as a father would be proud of his children. And I said, I saw God as an awesome God there, and he was uh, really happy and excited to see his children reading the Word of God. Then a a thought came to me that I'd never thought of before. I don't know why not. I read the Bible often, and I've been part of scriptures all my life. Uh, But I thought, when we read the Word of God, God our Father is pleased. And I'm saying he's happy. It's not only do we learn to get closer to God and experience the truths of God and the spiritual wisdom that is in the scriptures, but God actually, it's his word, it's his son's word, and especially the uh, gospel accounts. You ever thought of it, the gospel accounts are all about his son Jesus and what he did when he was here on this earth. And when we read about his son on this in the gospel accounts, God is pleased because you're reading about his son. Think about it. Any father, human father, we read about something there your son or daughter did or his son or daughter did, we'd be, he'd be excited about that. He's excited when we read the Word of God because we're hearing the stories about his son over and over again. So 
we please God when we read about how he did things on earth in the Old Testament and how he did things through his son in the New Testament. So if you want to please God or put a smile on God's face, so to speak, um, read the Word of God, especially the Gospels, especially the Gospels. So I mentioned that to the children. So by way of encouragement to all of you who are listening to this, I really want you and encourage you to pick up the Bible, the Word of God, every day, and read a little portion about it. Um, some of you do that faithfully. Some of you do that, have a set time each day to read the Word of God. But many of you do not. So um, want to please God, read the Word of God. Well, then we went on and I talked about other things in the homily. And I told him, I said, um, last Sunday we celebrate the feast of St. Teresa of Avila. St. Teresa was a mystic in the church. She was like Padre Pio uh, in, the, in her ecstasy stages when she went through with prayer with the Lord. She would often get in a state of ecstasy, sublime bliss, and she'd even rise off the ground. So I told the children about that. And they uh, listened intently. And um, I told them a story that uh, uh, last Sunday, which was the Feast of St. Teresa of Avila, uh, she was born 500 years ago, I told the children. But anyway, last Sunday I talked about her at Mass, that she's the patroness of bodily illness. Those of you who are suffering bodily illnesses, I encourage you to call upon St. Teresa of Avila and ask her to um, bring God's healing light and power upon you or a loved one. Um, but I told the children, our God is an awesome God. And last Sunday, after I told that story, there was a woman in our parish who was having a tremendous pain in her leg, her right leg, so much so that it was very difficult to walk from the lower level of the church up into the upper level where the altar is and where we worship and praise God. And she was supposed to fly in a plane that day uh, to Las Vegas to see some friends. She thought to herself during Mass, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to get on a plane or fly with this much pain in my body. But she heard my words about St. Teresa of Avila and that she was a patroness of bodily illnesses. So she prayed to St. Teresa during the Mass and she laid hands on herself, which you can do. Uh, so she laid hands on her leg and asked through the intercession of St. Teresa through Jesus that she would be healed. And lo and behold, uh, by the end of the Mass, all the pain all in her leg left, and she walked normally like she had never been suffering. And thus she was able to get on a plane and fly out to see her friends in Las Vegas. So I said, our God is an awesome God. Again, he heals. Again, he heals. Then I told him a story. Uh, just last week, I went into the fifth grade classroom with a friend of mine, Priscilla Santi, who is a healer also who lives out in uh, um, the uh, Phoenix area. And we uh, taught the children how to pray for one another. And after we prayed, uh, she told a story. She said, uh, do you know that Jesus is a conqueror? And um, it said, what does a conqueror do? Well, it, it overcomes people. It takes land, it takes possession, it 
wins wars to conquer. Well, Jesus is a different type of conqueror. He wins other types of wars. Um, <clears throat> war against sin, war against physical illness. So um, she asked, "How anybody here who's in physical pain? And one boy raised his hand. He had sprained his ankle uh, recently in great difficulty walking at it all. He was in all sorts of pain. She said, who would like to pray for uh, Matthew? And two other boys raised their hand. And she's come up here to the classroom, and uh, Matthew sat down in a chair, and the two boys laid hands on Matthew's ankle. And we said the prayer together, Lord, you have power over all. We thank you for being a loving and a healing God. We ask that you bring your healing power down upon Matthew's ankle. We ask this in your name. And then we had Matthew stand up, walk to the blackboard, and walk back to his seat. By the time he got back to his seat, all the pain had left his ankle. All of it was gone. And the kids were excited to see that. Anybody else have pain? We asked. Two other boys had also similar pain in their lower legs, or one leg in particular, and, and the foot area. So uh, we did the same thing. Who wants to pray for them? Two other people raised their hand, laid hands on them. And we said, we could do this because in us is Jesus, the conqueror. And when Jesus is inside us, we can conquer all things. Nothing is a barrier to us. Nothing can hold us back. So we prayed for the two other boys. And um, uh, same thing happened. Their, their pain left their legs, their ankles, and they were completely healed. And uh, then we explained to them, I said, God loves it when um, we pray with faith and uh, through his son, people are healed. And I said, we need to give a shout of joy to the Lord. So we all stood in the classroom and we all shouted at the top of our lungs, yay, God. And uh, I don't know what the rest of the school, because we were in the middle of school day, what everybody reacted to, but... Uh, it was so much to see the joy of kids, and, and God loves you, has to see you jump for joy. So all, the whole class began to jump up and down for joy, because three of their classmates were healed by the power of God. I wish all you could have seen it, maybe you could see it in your imagination. And uh, what I want to do is uh, teach all the kids in all the classrooms this year how to pray for healing and begin to pray over one another for headaches, for pains in their bodies, for colds and fevers. And then um, I'm hoping that they go home then, after they feel more confident, really more faith-filled, and begin to pray for mom and dads and brothers and sisters, and that other people, and I know they will, be healed in their homes. It'll become uh, kind of a grow like wildfire, <clears throat> the power of healing over these families in our church. So uh, I'm excited about that, and I'm looking forward to that. Our God is an awesome God. And then yesterday I went out to breakfast with my sister Mary, and she must have slept wrong during the night, but she had tremendous pain in her lower neck. You know, the, the head was stiff and couldn't be, he had trouble rotating it. And I said, Mary, can I pray for you? She said, sure, Jim. So I got up and laid hands on the back of her neck, just prayed for Maybe 15, 20 seconds, Lord, heal my sister's neck. Take away this pain. I command in the name of Jesus, the muscles relax. Any tendons, any stress be gone in the name of Jesus. I ask this in your name for your honor and glory. 
forever and ever. And then I just went and sat down. Mary looked at me and said, it's all gone. All the pain's gone. All the pain's gone. What, what I do, all of us can do. We can pray for healing. We can pray for deliverance. We can pray for new life for people. Um, I, I'm so convinced that uh, all of us need healing. All of us need to be released from the pain in our bodies, and God wants to do that. And, of course, the key is faith. The key is faith. Um, before I came on the program, I just got off the phone for 45 minutes praying for a man who has pancreatic cancer, and we prayed on the phone. We prayed for the spirit of death to leave him, the spirit of fear of death to leave him also. And I think he's listening to this radio show right now, so um, we pray for him, and we pray for his family and his three children, and we thank God for the healing that's already occurring in his body. And I told him this. I said, you know, he didn't know this. I said, I even pray that uh, God replaces your pancreas with a brand-new pancreas. And in heaven, there's a room with it, all sorts of different body parts. It sounds crazy and wild and way out there, but... Um, I know God does restore not only organs in the body and limbs, and, but he also replaces them sometimes. One story some, a couple of years ago, uh, a man he had uh, several heart attacks. His heart had deteriorated. It was only like 80% operating. And he went to the doctor, and they said, uh, you have chronic heart failure. And uh, he went home, and people prayed over him. And... Um, he felt better. All of a sudden, he could breathe. The oxygen was flowing in his body. So he went back to the doctor about a week later, and the doctor examined him, and he said, I don't understand. He said, what do you mean? He said, your heart is perfect. He said, the doctor said, in fact, your heart has the beat of like a 20-year-old a man. What happened? And he said, well, I had friends pray over me. He said, you have a new heart within you. That's all I can tell you. So God does replace his parts in our body. So I want to pray for all those who are listening who, uh, who have maybe cancer, all those who uh, have parts of your body that are in pain or hurting. God, may your healing power come upon those who are listening. We believe, Lord, we have faith in your miraculous and power. We thank you and give you praise and glory forever and ever in your name. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. Are you retired or near retirement? 
Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MAT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. This is Guy Murphy with Totally Yours. And for all the listeners, I just want to really encourage them. Catholic Radio is so important because you are Our Lady's Army. You're the one who has to evangelize the people in our culture today. And WSFI 88.5 is a great tool to nourish our vocation, nourish your vocation. So stay plugged in because they keep us updated on the current events and all the wonderful things related to our Catholic faith. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFIRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hello and welcome back. Uh, I hope you were listening to Father Jim Curtin in the first uh, half of this program. Father Jim, every time you talk, you you speak so to the heart and soul of people. And I, what I r- realized when, when you were talking was that, you know, we always pray for people. We pray to Jesus. Jesus, please heal please, or we pray to the saints and so forth. But what I heard today was that the Lord wants us to pray in his name with each other, for each other. So we Mm -hmm. don't just pray up, we pray, you know, horizontally here. And that story of praying for Tom with pancreatic cancer, um, I, I believe, Lord, that he wants him healed and all the listeners. So the, what, what we really take away from this, Father, is the bottom line is that it's a gift we all have, which is faith. And all we have to do is use it. So thank you, Father, for that inspiring message. I, I'm very moved by, by your sharing. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Joan. Uh, you know, it, it, it's all summarized, and Jesus said it very clearly in the Scripture. He said, love one another as mm-hmm. I have loved you. Mm-hmm. So um, Jesus uh, forgave people, and Jesus uh, healed people, and he said, do this in, like what I do, you do. So we're to call love one another. One of the most, the neatest way is to, to pray for healing for people, and I really encourage people to do that. And if you've never done it before, lay hands on someone and just say simply, be healed in the name of Jesus. From any, anyone you approach who's not feeling well or sick, you see is crippled or whatever, I don't care who it is, strangers, if you go up as a Christian and a Catholic and say, how are you doing? You don't look like, well, can I pray for you? Almost 99 of 100 people will always say, sure, and just lay your hands on their shoulder or their back or you know, wherever that wherever they're hurting, and I say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Most of us are scared to do that, afraid to do it. We want to offend someone. 
we're we're afraid that we don't have enough faith. So if we do it, nothing will work. Uh, the person will be the same, and we'll look foolish and stupid. But I'm telling you, if you do it and it works, we'll try it. Do well, it on those at home. Next time someone in your house has a headache, say, I want to pray for that. Father Jim on the radio said, if I lay hands on your head and ask Jesus to heal the headache, it'll be healed. And uh, go ahead and do it. In the name of Jesus, headache leave now in the name of Jesus. And watch what happens. And then once it occurs with one person there, one situation, you get a little more courage and confidence to pray with others. Wouldn't it be great if we had a church full of people that were not afraid to lay hands on people and say, be healed in the name of Jesus, and more and more people were healed. Well, I think it's going to be your church, Father. (laughs) I think they're ready right now. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of of people do pray for healing in my church. Mm -hmm. All right, I want to talk for just a moment about the question came up about Halloween and what are my my opinions of Halloween. Um, uh, You know, when I was a child growing up, my mother would dress up as a black witch, and with licorice sticks, and the kids would come to the door, and, and she'd, you know, open it up, and she had this big nose on, this false mask on, the kids would scream and holler, and then she'd invite the children into the house and um, open the closet door, which was right by the front door where we put our coats, and she'd have a skeleton in there that would kind of jump out. Well, the kids would scream and holler and all that stuff, and uh, then leave, and we used to have tons of kids, and it was great fun was great uh, excitement. It wasn't until later in my life when I began to realize that evil spirits are real, and uh, the great high feast of the um, uh, the dark church, the church of Satan, the occult, is the great high feast is Halloween. And that's why we you know, kind of worship evil spirits. More uh, evil goes on throughout the world, or more celebration of evil on Halloween than any other feast. The problem is we associate it with uh, good times, having fun, children trick-or-treating. And, um, you know, we dress up here at school, but we don't dress up in ghoulish outfits or scary outfits or anything honoring um, demons or warlocks or witches. See, that's the reason that stuff should not happen in a Christian home or is because it honors... Uh, the dark side, it honors Satan and uh, warlocks and demons and witches. It honors them. Which, well, it's just fun, it's cute, dress up in a little red devil suit. Well, the devil is real, and he's an enemy. And uh, we honor him by wearing clothing that represents him or his evil spirits or demonic spirits. And we can't do that. So how do you solve this problem? Because Halloween is such a national holiday today. Well, you dress up in positive outfits, you know, like whatever. And, and most families do that now. You, know, you dress up as a, uh, a, uh, a boy scout, a, little, a football player, or girl scout, or whatever, some sort of figure that's not evil and not dark and not mischievous. So, uh, uh, or you dress some, even dress up in our school like saints, um, you know, or a nun or a priest or whatever it might be. And uh, to go around and I don't want to deny children the fun and joy of getting candy from their neighborhood, but I certainly don't want people to go and honor the dark one that Satan, evil, Beelzebub. 
So, um, Father, thank um, you for saying that because you know there's a local high school here that is has a witches and wizards stargazing event. It's a high school, and there's just no yeah. place for that in our society now. It's just too dangerous. But you know, people don't know they they don't really some even some of my friends don't really believe in the devil, which is very unfortunate. So we have a lot of work to do. To um, we do have a lot of work to do. And it is true that uh, uh, many, many people do not believe in um, the dark darkness. They don't believe in Satan. Mm-hmm. And he has millions of demonic spirits who roam the earth seeking people they can devour. But Satan goes about really subtly trying to pull people into his mm-hmm. his kingdom of darkness. And, and young people are attracted to that because in, in, in the satanic world, there is power. Mm-hmm. There is power. It's there, believe me. And... Uh, Children are there. They're seeking out uh, power, mm-hmm. and they do it in all sorts of forms. So um, it's 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 dangerous. It's um, non non Jesus. It's non Christian. And uh, remember, Satan is always about destroying us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know what thought just came to me when you said it's about power? It's like a negative power. It's a it's a, a minus. Right. It's it's whereas the what you talked about earlier in the show was such a positive power. The praying for healing and having children pray over each other. That's positive. You know, that's a good energy. But to use the right. negative energy of the darkness uh, of Satan and his, you know, cohorts, it's just going to nothing good is going to come of it. I know. So we try to get the word out to warn people. Uh, if, you, if people were familiar with the Word of God, they would know that evil exists. Um, Jesus um, commanded his apostles to go out and deliver people from mm-hmm. evil, from evil mm-hmm. spirits. Well, that's one of the things he told the apostles at first, mm-hmm. go out two by two. He even said they saw Satan uh, fall from the sky. Well, what's, what does that mean? Satan was delivered from people. Towns were delivered. People were delivered. So um, I want to come against, in prayer right now, um, all those evil doings that will happen as we approach Halloween, and especially during Halloween day and evening. They ask for protection. They ask God to send uh, his angels to watch over our families and our children and... uh, uh, watch what we look at and what we see. And our and grandchildren, I, and, Father, and our grandchildren. And grandchildren also. Yes, absolutely. We ask all this in Jesus' name for his honor and glory uh, forever and ever. Um, Father, thank so, you. Yeah. And perhaps yeah. could, we, could we then uh, go to some prayers? We, uh, we have sure. about two and a half minutes left. Um, again, I'd like to pray for Tom, who I hope is listening with the pancreatic cancer, for Joyce and for um, an email we received. What unfortunately I, I didn't. It's in my briefcase at home. But whoever sent that email um, knows who they are. And could you pray for their prayer need yep. and. Also, um, all the events that WSFI is putting on, we just need some calm and <laughs> some some angels to keep us going here. We're, we're very busy and overworked, but happily so. So thank you, Father, for praying for all these. Yeah. I lift up all those needs and many more uh, that God's put on the hearts. I pray for everyone listening 
that I would ask if you're in your car or at home, you're listening, just pause after this program's over and ask the Holy Spirit to come down upon you, to surround you, and to uh, whatever people God brings into your mind, pray for them that God's angels will go and minister to them and will touch them and protect them, bring healing and deliverance. Um, we come against the spirit of cancer that so many people have who have cancer, and oftentimes a long cancer come, there are evil spirits attached to that physical disease. Not everyone, but many. And so I come against the spirit of cancer. I come against the spirit of death. I come against the spirit of uh, fear of death. I come against the spirit of doubt in many people. And they think this is just nonsense and not true and, and not real, but it is. And I ask uh, <clears throat> God's almighty grace come down upon us to set us free. Jesus came to free those in bondage. And any type of bondage that anybody's on, whether it's a physical bondage, a bondage to sin, a bondage to compulsion, a bondage to false power, I break that off in the name of Jesus, in the powerful, almighty name of Jesus. And may all glory be to the Father, and may all glory be to the Son, and may all glory be to the Holy Spirit this day now forever thank you so much father what a beautiful show and just a blessing for all the listeners thank you been listening to Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Soul. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off for our trust.